Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, we continue all the way till 3 o'clock today on a glorious day in the capital city. Uh, Tom Caker was just on. We talked a lot about the Iowa Hawkeyes following their media day over the weekend. Now it's time to go to the National Football League. Ryan Van Bibber covers the NFL and has for a number of years, including when the Rams were in St. Louis and Kurt Warner was the star quarterback and they won a Super Bowl with the greatest show on turf. Ryan joins us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Ryan, good afternoon, man. Hey, how are you? Uh, we're doing great. Uh, let's start with Kurt Warner and your uh, thoughts on the uh, speech that he gave uh, at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Oh man, I don't. It, it must have been dusty in the room when I was watching that. I, I don't. I don't know what came over me. It was a. Uh, it was great to see. I mean, it's, it's really exciting. You know, it's, it's, he's, uh, what, Falk and Pace and Aeneas Williams from the, from that era of the Rams have all been inducted and Warner got the nod last night. That was really awesome to see. And I think, uh, you know, not to take any way, anything away from those other guys because they were obviously great in their own right. But, uh, you know, Warner's story really makes him special. It's a story that if you came in with the script to a, a movie studio, They'd say that's impossible. A guy stocking shelves at Hy-Vee at a grocery store, uh, goes to the Arena League, and then turns into the NFL MVP. Nobody would be able to believe it. But you saw it, Ryan. You saw it up close and personal, what he meant to that franchise, that incredible first season, what they were able to do after the injury to Trent Green. If you can, take us back to the uh, late 90s there and uh, the injury that happened to Green that led to this guy out of nowhere, even though it's our home state, Kurt Warner, and on to the Super Bowl. Well, you know, I remember when Green went down and just thinking, like, how, like, even when this franchise sort of starts to get things right, they're still snake bit. You yeah. know, it's like, when they get pace. I mean, that was exciting. I really, you know, uh, the, the draft wasn't quite as much of a hype machine back then as it was today, but I was pretty excited about getting Orlando Pace because I was sort of that, you know, cornerstone left tackle type player, and then... You know, the next year where 99 rolls around, they get Trent Green, and and you think that's like, well, man, they've got a quarterback now. It's like no more of this Tony Banks stuff. It's it's uh, you know, they're legit now. They're gonna they're gonna make a run at it here, and then and then Green goes down, and you think, oh man, I just like this Warner guy's probably fine. I you know, but <laughs> seems like you know, just kind of a just kind of a camp quarterback, and lo and behold, that was not the case. <laughs> So it was just, I mean, that season from start to finish, from from the minute training camp started, and even before Green went down, it just really, there was something special about it. And, and, and it's hard to do, and it's hard to put into words. You just had to kind of feel it. And, and you, you knew that there was a little bit of destiny. And I don't use that word lightly because I'm not the biggest, you know, I'm not a superstitious guy by any means, but I feel like you could sense it with the 99 Rams. Let me let me ask you about Warner because we chuckled a little bit, you know, when you said, "Okay, he's probably going to be okay." That that sort of thing. When did it really click in that this guy had the it factor? How many games did it take after he got his chance? Well, you saw the preseason games, and he had a pretty good preseason. But you know, you're always a little leery because it's preseason. You know, it's like, well, it's not really hard to be good in the preseason. It, it, it's 
it's easier to be good in the preseason than it is any other time of year. So you don't want to get too hyped. And I, I kind of felt like you could sense a little bit of this last year with it, you know, to put it in more recent terms, I think with Cowboys fans watching Dak Prescott last year in the preseason and like, Oh, this is really promising, but it's still just the preseason. But then, you know, the season opens up and it's like, my gosh, they're just, they just, they're rolling up points like this. And, and, and it's not like anything you've ever seen. And, and you think about it, you know, the league now where 30, 40 points a game really isn't all that unusual on a week-to-week basis. But the league wasn't quite like that back when, you know, the Rams, uh, when Warner and the Rams rolled out there in 99. It was still, a, you know, it was still a league where you had 20, 24-point games as more of a regular feature than, than not. And then, you know, the Rams go out there and, oh, my gosh, I can't. Who was that first? First game, I'm trying to think. That first game with the Ravens, they beat the Ravens, they have a bye, and then it's the Falcons and 30, and, and all of a sudden they've got, you know, over 50 points in, in, in two games, and they've just stomped a hole in these opponents. And you start to feel something special. They get out to a 6-0 and start. I mean, it's a pretty, you know, it's an amazing start to the season. I think their first, I think their first loss of the year was to the tight. One of the losses was to the, that year was to the Titans, who they beat in the Super Bowl, which made it even sweeter. So at the end, you know, a lot of people believed, especially the way things went with the Giants, the the hand injuries that he had, the fumbling issues that he'd never be able to uh, reclaim the magic that he had with the Rams. But what went wrong there? You know, how as quickly as it built up, kind of started to go the other way. How was that looked on in St. Louis? And and during the time period. How was Kurt Warner looked at? Well, you know, the problem with the Rams was just sort of the internal dysfunction that really has kind of marked them over the years. I mean, from L.A. to St. Louis and back to L.A. kind of took over again. Vermeil left the team, and, you know, Martz comes in. And Martz is a really smart offensive. I mean, you saw Warner gave the nod to him during his speech this weekend. But, you know, there's a lot of infighting. And Jim Thomas from the Post-Dispatch, you know, he was really uh, tells the story, uh, you know, like nobody else can. But, like, you know, you're, you're, you, this team is just sort of like Martz is fighting with the general manager and Shaw, and then these guys are fighting with the bean counters, and they're fighting with Georgia Frontier, who's not really in the mix anymore because she's sick at that time and, and dealing with health problems. And, and you know, they start to kind of lose these. The defense fades a little bit. They don't have quite the same offensive line performance that they did. And that's what really hurt Warner more than anything. He just got so beat up in Martz's system. I mean, you know, you can run the greatest show on turf, but you can't just sort of ask quarterbacks to make 12-step drops when you don't have, you know, the kind of protection you need for them. And then that that hurt his career a little bit. And then, you know, he goes to the Giants, and it's not very good. And you talk about, you know, this guy looks like he's probably done in the NFL for a little while, or at least headed to sort of that veteran backup status. And then he goes to Arizona, and lo and behold, uh, you know, he rises from the ashes yet again, as only Kurt Warner can do. Incredible story, incredible career. Great stuff there. Ryan Van Bibber from SB Nation, who is down there. Uh, St. Louis, no more NFL. Yeah, we've talked about this throughout the summer a couple of times, Ryan. Uh, one more, though, on St. Louis. As you go into the second year now with no professional football team, the city as a whole, as a professional football town, kind of uh, give us a, a temperature of things down there. Um, it's interesting to see the Chiefs marketing kind of moving mm. in there. They were a little hesitant last year with it, but they're having some fan events in the city and in the area, you know, in the, in the metro area this off season. So that's kind of interesting to see. Obviously, you're sort of in the Bears orbit and the Colts orbit's not that far away, and you know, it's sort of a 
you know, there's a there's a couple teams trying to fill the void in as much as they can fill the void in that place. But I mean, I, you know, I feel like people that like football still like football, and a lot of Rams fans that fall into that category maybe haven't embraced the Rams or stayed with the Rams since they moved to Los Angeles, and I haven't either. I mean, I I, I don't blame them for that. Uh, let me make that clear. But like, you know, it's still football. It's still there's still lots of lots to watch and, and lots to kind of root for and root around. I mean, I know a lot of people that are just kind of, uh, you know, they're in that mold of I root for my fantasy team kind of thing. So I guess that's an option too. (laughs) That's good stuff. Ryan Van Bibber is our guest on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Okay, let's run around the NFL just a little bit here uh, and start first with Miami. And with the loss now of their starting quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. Jake Cutler, you reference rising from the ashes for <laughs> one quarterback in Kurt Warner. Does Cutler rise from the ashes and do something similar or not? I think if he can stay healthy, yeah. I mean, I, I really like, I mean, you know, this was Adam Gase's first choice for a reason because they had such a productive run in Chicago and, and you know, there's not a lot to choose from on the on the quarterback market right now. And I'll be honest with you, I wrote this morning, I, I think I think Cutler's got the potential, if he's healthy, if he can stay healthy, to be better than Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I think Ryan Tannehill's success last year is mostly because Gase really went away from putting the game on on Tannehill's shoulders and, and more on J.J. and the running backs. And, and you know, you, didn't, you don't see him throw the ball downfield very much. Well, Cutler loves to do that. And Cutler under Gase in Chicago, really cut down on his turnover problem. I mean, the lowest turnover rate of his career was in 2015 when Gase was O.C. with the Bears. So, I, you know, I think if, if they can be productive, they've got a really good chance to do something down there because I think it's an upgrade at quarterback and you have three really good receivers with with Stills and, uh, and Jarvis Landry kind of leading the way and Devontae Parker as the third guy. I think Parker's probably due for a big uptick in production more so than even the other guys because Cutler likes to throw the ball downfield. And that's a, that's a huge asset in, in the kind of teams that they're going to play. They have a tough schedule. Not only do they play the Patriots twice a year, they've got the AFC West this year. They've got the NFC South, which isn't as easy of a division as it used to be. So uh, I think if he can stay healthy and the offensive line can do its job too, you'll see some big gains from the Dolphins. So... You know, Cutler, what has he been doing outside of supposedly getting ready for the number two team with Fox? What has he been doing to keep himself in shape, or is it going to take a while to get that right arm revved up again? Well, supposedly he's been keeping in shape throughout the offseason. I mean, they all, I mean, haven't we all, right? But yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, and supposedly he's still in football shape and, and was preparing even this spring to get signed to a team. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, at least he doesn't have to kind of come in and relearn the offense or anything like that. I think that was yet another reason they really wanted Cutler over any of the other options that were out there. So, you know, he's got that going for him, and he's old enough now that he doesn't, you know, he needs some reps with the receivers to get that chemistry going, but he doesn't need the reps necessarily to learn a new offense or anything like that. So that's advantageous for Miami. We'll see what kind of shape he's in. I mean, he's never been a guy that's been drastically out of shape. I mean, I guess my question is how much – you know, he's recovered from his injuries last year. Uh, you know, it's interesting because he did have his best career year uh, as a Bear when Adam Gase was his offensive coordinator. So we'll see how that all plays out here in the wash. Okay, let me go to a couple of other guys. Uh, Vince Warfolk, 
one of the biggest, I guess, run stoppers of all time. Uh, he's got Super Bowl rings, and he got those with the New England Patriots, and then he finished up his career with the Houston Texans, announces he is retiring after 13 seasons. In your estimation, of the big fat guys on the defensive line, where do you put Vince Wilfork? I, you know, he's kind of like Gilbert Brown from the, the guy that was the size of a small semi truck and with the Packers mm-hmm. and their uh, mid nineties teams with Reggie White. I mean, to me, that he's sort of at that level of defensive tackle. I mean, I, I know it's early, and, and the guy just announced his retirement, so I don't like to get too far ahead of myself. But I feel like. Has a place in the Hall of Fame. You know, he's he's legendary. Not just not just for being a pretty great personality to cover off the field, but you know, he's a he's a heck of a presence on the field all these years. Ryan Van Bibber joining us as we go around the NFL. Uh, Ryan, the complicated nature. We talked about how quickly it happened for Jay Cutler, and then you have the other side with Colin Kaepernick. I know he had an article last week talking a little bit about that. Take us through that and uh, just the the back and forth that makes it difficult for some organizations to do what, on the surface at least to me, seems pretty easy. Sign Colin Kaepernick to a contract. Yeah, you know, the Ravens situation is really interesting because I think you see a lot, I think a lot of questions. Not every, you know, 32 teams, there's there's probably 32 different reasons why teams, you know, haven't signed Colin Kaepernick. Um, But the Ravens one really, I, I think the situation there plays out in a way that it reveals a lot of what's happening behind the scenes. So all indications are that Harbaugh and Ozzie Newsom are interested in signing Colin Kaepernick. They like the guy. They believe in the guy. They've, you know, stood by and said that, you know, he belongs in the league. And obviously Harbaugh knows him from his brother who coached him during his sort of rise to stardom in San Francisco when, you know, when Kaepernick was the guy that started and came within five yards of, of winning a Super Bowl. So, you know, he's a known commodity there. And then you – they bring that up in the press, which was kind of odd in the first place that, you know, you would talk about a potential roster decision, you know, in public before actually making it. And, and then you have that and the team president come out and are talking about the owner is really the first one. The first owner on the record is saying, I disagreed with what he had to say. Mm -hmm. Colin Kaepernick had to say by his protest and am hesitant to sign him because of that. So he's going to talk to fans. He's going to talk to Lewis gives the most confusing answer of anybody. Whether you disagree or agree with what Colin Kaepernick has to say, I challenge you to find what Ray Lewis's position on the subject is, other than sort of, you know, you kind of can get the sense that he doesn't feel like the Ravens should sign Colin Kaepernick. And, you know, here we are a week and a day or two beyond the Flacco's injury. We still don't have a timetable for when he's going to return. And the Ravens, you know, I don't think they're probably going to sign Kaepernick. And it's, it's because of hesitation from the owner, and I think that that's a big reason why you know he hasn't latched on anywhere else in the league right now. Uh, let's go to uh, other quarterbacks that are named starters, at least for the first uh, preseason game. Brock Osweiler going to get the start in Cleveland. Trevor Simeon's going to get the start in Denver. Does that really say anything just because those guys are starting the first game or not? Yeah, I mean, you know, you could read the Osweiler. I had a few people today telling me that you know you could kind of read the Osweiler thing as maybe it's they're dangling him out there for a trade. Although I, you know, I don't know, I don't know how much you're going to get for Brock Osweiler on the trade market, but you know, any, anything's possible, I guess. And, and you've seen 
sort of, you know, positive reports about Deshaun Kaiser, the kid from Notre Dame that they drafted this year, you know, has a chance to win the starting job out of camp even. So, and then you've got Kessler who, you know, wasn't, didn't blow anyone away with his play last year, but, you know, it was a solid enough start from a guy drafted in, in the later rounds of the draft. So I feel like it's very likely we won't see Brock Osweiler on the Browns roster come week one, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. And I just don't know what to make of the Denver situation. It's, it's sort of, you know, if there's a team that has actually talked about signing Kaepernick in the past, to me this is a team that really ought to, ought to get back and do their homework on this again because it's pretty clear to me that, that Simeon and, and Paxton Lynch are not long-term answers for the Broncos. This is a team with Super Bowl aspirations in 2017, not you know five years from now, not three years from now. It's a team that expects to win the Super Bowl, and they have a lot of parts in place for that except for the quarterback. And, and that's a big problem because these guys aren't just even necessarily capable for 16 weeks out of the year to come out and be the so-called game manager, dink and dunk, you know, don't make a mistake, Alex Smith-type player. So, uh, you know, the Broncos are going to have to do some serious introspection here and see if, if, uh, if these guys can be the answer for this season. And if not, then what do they do, not only for 2017, but what do they do down the road for that? Because obviously they're not going to finish in the running for a top draft pick because they're just they're too good for that. They're not going to be in the mix for Josh Allen or, or, or the kid out of U.S. or Sam Darnold out of USC or anything like that. So uh, that's a tough situation in Denver. I, I'd, I'd hate to be a Broncos fan right now. Out of time for today, Ryan Van Bibber, SB Nation, with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Ryan, as always, good talking with you, my man. Appreciate your uh, thoughts and, and a lot of good stuff on Kurt Warner. A good time to be a Rams fan. I don't know if those good times are going to be returning anytime too soon. <laughs> hey, they, they can't take away our Super Bowl. We, we want it fair and square. That's so. right. That's they they right. can't move that to LA. <laughs> Thanks for your time today, Ryan. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, guys. Ryan Van Bibber on Twitter. You can follow him as well at just RVB for Ryan Van Bibber. Good NFL talk and the latest place to go. Breaking news. Ryan's always got you covered over at SB Nation. Jimmy B, you ready for a timeout? I'm ready, kid. Let's do it right now. And then we'll get into a couple of other topics. And then we're going to have uh, roughly in about 15 minutes from now, Mitch Holtis will join us from Kansas City Chiefs training camp. It's always fun when Mitch is on the show. Jimmy B and TC, it is the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Get ready, Chiefs Kingdom. The 2017 football season is right around the corner, and season tickets are on sale now. Join in on the action at Arrowhead Stadium, where your Kansas City Chiefs will play host to the Steelers, Eagles, Broncos, Raiders, and more. Preseason starts on August 11th against the 49ers, so hurry and get your tickets now. For more information or to purchase tickets, go to Chiefs.com or call 1-888-99-CHIEFS. That's 1-888-99-CHIEFS. 
The key to success? Keep it simple, especially when it comes to hiring. And nobody makes it easier than Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, manage your candidates from one dashboard. According to an independent study, five times more hires are made through Indeed than any other job site. New users claim your $50 credit to post a sponsored job at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. 
Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. About halfway through the show here on a Monday. Hope everybody's having a good one as well out there. 515-264-1700 with your phone calls. Again, 515-264-1700. We got Mitch Holtis coming up here in just a little bit. But uh, Jimmy B, did you see over the weekend that uh, Steve Proman company with Iowa State Hoops had a, mm-hmm. uh, a gathering of the former Cyclones uh, up in Ames. Pretty cool event. It was a great event, Trent. Uh, look, th- those are always fun for the fan base and for the people that, uh, you know, really like to get back and reminisce about the good old days, that sort of thing. So I'm all for those from not not just at Iowa State, but any school that likes to do that. Uh, I always get a kick out of uh, what comes out of it, and it generally uh, provides then for a big jump in revenue as well as far as giving back uh, to the uh, respective school when when something like that takes place. Got to do that. Yeah, you got to get people involved. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of cool pictures. Uh, people obviously recently that are back, Curtis Stinson, George Niang, and, and some guys going all the way back. Bill Block, who was a starter on the – 1944 Final Four team was yeah. there also. So it's great seeing events like that. They were playing some hoops out there, had a lot of things happening. Just a real cool idea, a real cool event that C. Proman Company put on. And and also we get a little bit of news out of that as this team's trying to get healthy. Uh, some news about what they're going to do. One scholarship still open, as we know, Jimmy B. And it looks like they're going to keep that one open. So the roster is set now. For 2017-2018, officially, at least according to Steve Prone. You know, <laughs> I, I I still think that there's going to be some things that will take place. Um, I, I know that he has his, you know, his line of exactly what he thinks it's going to play out. But from the case where, you know, the Magical Mystery Tour which is what we now are referring to Steve Perome's basketball team at Iowa State. I'm, I'm like puzzled, Trent, because I have no idea what's going to take place here. I, I really don't. 
I think it's going to be I think it's going to be one of the more fascinating stories that we get until we get to January. I I really do. We know what the roster is, though. It's it's not like there's going to be a bunch of yeah. guys that we don't know if they're going to be eligible. We know what it is. There, there's guys. Yeah, that yeah, we know the guys. Collegially, yeah, we, you know, it's yeah. I don't think it's this wild. Uh, nobody knows what's going to happen with this team. I just don't think they're going to be very good, and maybe that's what the change is. They're fine. They're going to be all right, but I don't see this as an NCAA tournament team. I don't see this as a team that's going to crack the top half of the Big Twelve this year. So. What do you think? I mean, do you think there's that much upside to this team that that they can go, I don't know, 22 and 10 and make the NCAA tournament? I wish I could answer that for you, man. Well, I wish I could. That's, that's I, what we're here for. I mean, <laughs> I know that, but I'm confused. I'm I'm really conflicted here. I would like to think that under Prome's tutelage that this team would be respectable and would have a chance to be a NCAA tournament basketball team. But as I continue to say, I don't even know who's going to be on the floor except for a couple of guys. And I'm not really sure which position some of these guys are really going to be playing. Or if it's going to be mix and match, uh, you you know, uh, constantly throughout the season. I mean, it could be. So this is, as I, as I mentioned before, to me, it is one of the more fascinating stories uh, of the upcoming basketball season is how is this all going to play out. Look, if you're a Cyclone fan, you're hoping that Prome's magic is exactly that. And he's real comfortable with the guys that he has. He, he believes in his staff that they can make it work and that this team's going to be pretty good. If you're a Cyclone fan, you're hoping that that's the case. I'm just not so sure of that yet at this time. Well, then it's not some magical mystery tour. It's just what I said. They're going to be all right, but they're not going to be that good. And that has to change the expectations and aims after six consecutive NCAA tournaments. That's going to change mm-hmm. the thinking and the expectations there. And can the fan base handle that? You know, they, they have been, they're one of the few teams in college basketball that have now been to the tournament six straight years. Can they right. reconfigure where their expectations are? I think there's a, a big portion of the fan base that won't be able to do that. I agree with you. I, I really do. They're, they have been spoiled. Yeah. The last six years, they have definitely been spoiled, not only going to the NCAA tournament, but getting through a couple of rounds, also winning the Big 12 Conference Tournament in Kansas City a couple of times. So this is a fan base uh, in the last six seasons that's really used to winning. And winning a lot. And so from that standpoint, I don't know if if they're going to be able to handle adversity, if indeed that adversity comes this season, like you and I both believe that it certainly could. Yeah, I I think that's kind of the route that I'm looking at for this team. NIT, you know, something like that, around 500, maybe a touch better. That's kind of the spot that they put in. And if that happens, you know what's going to happen. There's there's going to be a portion of the fan base that's going to be upset at Steve Probe and company. Oh, boy, they knew this was coming. Why they didn't recruit better? Why did they mm-hmm. wait until this class? Why did they bring in three different grad transfers? They're all going to be out there. Hey, that's what happens. Most programs, especially programs the ilk of Iowa State, there is a rebuilding process. It's just going to be interesting to see how long Iowa State fans will be able to put up with that. And, and if Prome can continue to build that recruiting resume. 
know, he brought in the biggest chip, obviously, is Lindell Wigginton and being able right. to get him. But now the next step is, you know, that next group. What else can they build upon to get to the level that Iowa State fans expect? There's been, in this recruiting class, in this recruiting cycle for the 2018, there's been some names that they felt good with that have already committed to other places. You know, Race Thompson, kid from up in Minnesota, they felt real good with about a power forward, top 100 kid. Uh, they miss out on him. There's been plenty of those, so I think that question remains. Can he bring in the guys from the high school level outside of what he was able to do with Wigington? I think he can. I think that I think what he has done for not this coming season, but next season, I think you and I both agree that next season has a chance to be really good with the guys that are sitting out. Mm-hmm. Plus couple plus coupled with the real young guys getting a full season under them, I think that next year will really be a dominant season by Iowa State. But it's a freaking coin flip right now. Look, if you're I, I I guess if you're an Iowa State fan, you're gonna you're gonna look at this and you're going to go, okay, we got a chance to be three things. Pretty good, just okay, or holy crap, what happened? And I'm not sure that I'm in the holy crap what happened no. yet, but I'm hovering around okay. Yeah. That that's kind of where I'm hovering at the moment. Yeah, they're gonna be all right. They're gonna be Yeah. They're going to be an NIT team, and that's kind of where where I see this team. If Mariel Shayok was eligible this year, I think they'd be an mm-hmm. NCAA tournament team. If him and Jacobson yeah. were both, then I think we'd be talking about a team that's top four or five in the Big 12 without those two guys. So it, with your leading scorer coming back is Donovan Jackson, who averaged six points a game. Wigington, remember, he was playing with another point guard that was went to Texas, You know, a, a guy that was highly decorated himself. Can he handle the point guard duties full-time? Can him and Jackson, can they coexist together? These are questions we don't know. Cameron Laird, what do you get out of him? Lewis, how good is he? How ready is he playing right away? What do they get out of Selman Young? There are question marks, and now that we know the rest, roster and the way that it's set up, there's still question marks. They'll be okay. That's where I am, and I can't find myself shaking free of that. I'm putting them down you know, 18 and 15, and and getting to the NIT and winning a game. Yeah, you know, that's that's where I see Iowa State right now. I hope the the fan base is probably yelling at the radio going you guys know absolutely nothing, which is fine. But I'm sort of with you on this right now at the moment until we get an opportunity to see how this is going to shake out. I mean, look, it's all on paper. And you can say, well, did you see what happened in the Cap City? No, 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 don't even don't even go Cap City League or Primetime League to us. Come on, it's a glorified scrimmage, and that's pretty much it. I, I, I just want to see how, how it all shakes out. Do you think we'll have a pretty good indication about this team, say, 10 or 12 games in the non-conference? Do you think we'll, have, we'll know by then? Probably not because the 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 schedule is not going to be overly difficult. So no, mm-hmm. I don't think okay. we're going to have a, a real good idea about this team. And remember the inconsistencies that we've seen even with veteran teams. You know, early on right. for Iowa State in the past. So that's another piece that you look at, and I think is going to be a problem. Well, we'll see. I don't think we're going to have answers with them until we get into to January, February, really about where this team's going to be outside of where I think they are right now. And even with a good start in the non-conference, I don't think I would change off of that 
depending on who they beat. Now, if they go out there and, and they beat a couple of the heavyweights on the schedule, we might be having a different conversation then. All right. Uh, well, we're going to have Alex Halstead on tomorrow, so we'll get into mm-hmm. Alex Halstead's brain a little bit, not only on football with the season coming up, but we'll ask him some of these questions as well uh, on college basketball. All right, a quick break, everybody. Mitch Holtis is on the way from Kansas City Chiefs training camp. He'll join us coming up shortly right here on the Big Talker 1700. Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. American Topper and Accessories. Whether you work or play with your truck, they have everything you need for your lifestyle. Visit American Topper's new location at the fair, just south of the Varied Industries building. Napa know-how. If your car's due up for an oil change, but you've been holding out till Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil was on sale for just $5.79 a quart, does that mean you've been patient or you've been procrastinating? Either way, your procrastinate patience just paid off. Because you can get Mobile One Full Synthetic for just $5.79 a quart. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General state's pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer expires 831.17. Life's never perfect. But as realtors, we know living it in the perfect place can make a big difference. Imagine watching your toddler vomit all over the hardwood floors when you almost settled for carpet. Screaming loudly into a pillow in that private first floor master. Finding the mudroom covered in what you hope is mud and remembering why you wanted a mudroom. So get the perfect place to house all of life's imperfections. Get Realtor. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. 
for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock today right here on the Big Talker 1700. Trent, you know, it's always good when we get Mitch on the line. Yeah. Uh, especially when we get a chance to talk upcoming exhibition game because they're going to be playing coming up this week, finally. It's crazy. And here we are after the Hall of Fame game last week. Now it's on to the Kansas City Chiefs and all the games. Home and away right here on 1700. You hear his voice. Throughout those broadcasts, he is Mitch Holtis with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Good afternoon, Mitch. Good afternoon, Trent. Good afternoon, Jimmy. And wash your mouth out with Papa John's Pizza, Jimmy. You know it's the preseason. It's not exhibition. And so, I, yes, preseason game coming up. I knew he was going to say that. I, that's why I like to, <laughs> you know how to uh, just get kind me, of ruffle we've done, this, <laughs> we've done this long enough. You know how to get, uh, you know, wiggle my chain there a little bit. And I think Jimmy Brinson is such a good name. It's either the third quarterback for the Vikings, it sounds like a third quarterback name to me, or some character on Goodfellas. But uh, other than that, I think you're in a good spot. But these uh, these six days, guys, I told you, uh, are as much about November and December as they are about anything that happens later in the week. And Andy goes old school on them, and he's trying to push them through. He kind of had an exhortation, let's say, at the end of Sunday's practice yesterday, and they responded today. But very key stretch for this team long-term. It is, and as this team continues to build, filling in, you know, we talked about the elite-level guys last week. We, we talked about some different areas that are out there. The expectation with Andy Reid, you talk about his development of quarterbacks, but it seems like he could find running backs at all kinds of different spots. Back in his days of Philadelphia, mm -hmm. uh, from, from Westbrook on down, it seemed like he had different guys for different situations, and he's trying to build that same kind of stable there in Kansas City. Excellent point. Last week, you know, I focused the elite guys uh, on our reports, and this week I want to talk about the glue guys. The Patriots have made a living with this. Yes, they've got Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback to ever play, but Belichick just seems to come up with guys. Uh, whether it's Julian Edelman or, I mean, we could just list Troy Brown all down through the years. You have to have some glue guys. And in this offense, it's good to find running backs who can be a glue guy. Spencer Ware, to me, is exhibit A uh, of our discussion here because, to me, he is the most underrated offensive player the Chiefs have. Because of his ability, he can be a double-double, you guys. He can go for 100 yards rushing like he did last year at Oakland mm -hmm. in a 26-10 to victory. Or he can go over 100 yards receiving, which he did in the great comeback against the Chargers last year in Week 1, which would not have been a Chiefs victory had he not made an incredible over-the-shoulder 42-yard catch on a deep route. It was a deep 9 or 8 route, that seven route that the receivers run. And where can do that? But he works at it. And he continues to work at it, especially his pass receiving. Work at it a lot because, as a running back, the more the more versatile that you are, the more 
complicated your offense is to defend or to scheme for because you can't account for everyone. You know, someone's going to be open the majority of the time if it's not the tight end with Travis Kelsey or, you know, Tyreek running down the middle of the field. Just take that one last look. You know, we got that mismatch against a linebacker or a defensive end. Um, that could be a big hit. Here's your stat of the day, guys. When Spencer Ware is healthy and playing, the last two years, the Chiefs are 20-5. and five. Wow. Wow. Yep. That's what I'm saying. He's the most underrated guy the Chiefs have on offense. That's incredible. I mean, that that's an unbelievable stat, Mitch. That that just doesn't happen like overnight, you know. I mean, you <laughs> that's it. What was well, read that no, to not me really. one more and, time? Was it twenty yep. and five? Say again, twenty and five. When Spencer wears out there, the last two years, three years ago he was swimming in the middle of the Pacific with nowhere to go, <laughs> and he had got a cup of coffee with Seattle. And, you know, he's a decent player coming out of LSU. He's very skilled. That's why he's skilled as a receiver. He was a baseball player. He really thought his future was going to be in baseball. And you can go on YouTube and find some of his LSU baseball highlights. But he had nowhere to go. And then all of a sudden he got a chance. And and this camp in 15, it was, well, maybe there's something more there. He made the practice squad. Then with the injury in 15 to Jamal Charles, who got hurt and lost for the year in the loss to the Bears, it became Ware's job. And the Chiefs won 10 straight games with Ware being basically the number one running back. And then last year we know what they did. He wins games. He's good in pass protection. What he can't do is move a pile. Mm -hmm. He's tough. He'll get yards after contact, but he's not a pile mover like an Ezekiel Elliott. But he'll do everything else, Spencer Ware. Well, speaking of the running back position then, uh, Sharkandrick West, he's battling an injury right now. Tell us what you've seen out of the rookie from Toledo, Kareem Hunt, uh, a guy that certainly fits the bill of dynamics and speed out there. A lot of people question, you know, with 5'11", 218, almost a prototypical size out there. How is he impacting things early on in his career? Well, I would wish the next time you talk to the current Iowa State coach, who was his mm-hmm. coach at Toledo uh, and recruited him at Toledo, you would ask him about Kareem Hunt because I'm curious uh, what coach would say about him. He was highly productive at Toledo in the MAC. Uh, I like the fact that he stayed there. I'm sure people were trying to probe and poach and get him out of there to go someplace else. Here's what Hunt can do. He's a very good one-cut runner. Like in your zone run schemes, you have to decide in a split of a second, do I stay play side and try to crack through a hole, or do I cut it back? And the good cutback runners do it instinctively. He has shown that propensity. He has got to show he can pass protect like Spencer Ware. And right now, he's, it's a learned trait, but it's all rookie running backs are that way. It's the difference between college and the NFL and the compli- how complicated it is. Uh, he's, he's been good in this camp as a pass receiver, but he has the chance, you guys, to be more of a pile mover. Remember, I said where will get yards after contact, but doesn't move a pile. Uh, actually, Kareem has the ability to do that. And then finally, he's the bowling pin that you see going, I'm going to get a strike. And that pin wavers back and forth, and then it just stands there, and you're going, it's an open frame. That's what Kareem Hunt does. He is, <laughs> he is buoyant. He's like the buoy out there in the lake. And that's what he reminds you of when you watch him run. If you think they have something with him, and at the very least this year, just take some of the heat off Spencer Ware, so Ware can have more than 25 games out there uh, in that 20-5 and five record, so that Ware gets more time on the field and can split time with Kareem Hunt. 
Uh, Mitch Holtis is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Mitch, uh, as far as starters in this first game, what's your read on how many minutes they'll get on the field? Will it just be a series or two or maybe even a quarter? Well, emphasis on read that I know you're saying R-E-A-D, but mine is R-E-I-D, the coach. Uh, I'll find more out later in the week. I'm just guessing, but I wouldn't think a lot. There's two things here. Uh, Andy, I think, would go to the old NFL adage of trying to make you know more time in a second preseason game. But Andy's really interested to seeing what he has with this rookie class. Uh, Tano Passano, I mentioned him, 6'7", 300, 7-foot, 2-inch wingspan. We know about Mahomes, and he'll get his looks, and that's the most notable. But Kareem Hunt. Uh, down the line, Jay Chesson, who played for Michigan. Hawkeye fans will remember him, a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Andy wants to see these guys and give them a lot of time in this first game against the 49ers. So speaking of the uh, game, the injury report out for today, no Eric Berry out with the heel, Kelsey also along with Benny Logan. But maybe the most significant injury, a groin issue for the kicker, Cairo Santos. If this proves to be an injury that is concerning. No other kickers in camp. You expect the uh, free agent phone to be ringing there, and they look to bring in some kickers here with this injury. Yeah, and you know they had a well, they actually had a punter during OTAs, but they did not have another kicker. Hmm. And you know, groin injuries for kickers are like arm injuries for pitchers in baseball yeah. or quarterbacks. So, yeah, I mean, you can you put out the word. I'll be this campus. We'll have we'll be flooded with busloads of kickers coming in that seems to be i mean you can just think about it and 50 kickers show up but, but cairo has proven to be such a weapon he has learned how to compete in his time in the nfl he's hit some gigantic kicks for this team and you hope it doesn't throw him off the rails or keep him out for any length of time we're going to continue to work on it more and see more we'll find out more hopefully by our reports tomorrow or wednesday but it is something that you raise an eyebrow on because you don't want to see it become anything big Mitch, let's uh, let's kind of go then to what you anticipate out of Alex Smith this year. Is it going to be similar to what we have seen in years past, or do you expect uh, a tweak here and there and see something different at quarterback? Excellent question, Jimmy. Um, we, we start with the fact that it's a surprising stat that he's third in the NFL in wins since 2011. Only Brady and Rodgers are ahead of him. On the road, only Brady's ahead of him. In since 2013, what are we going to see out of him? It may be more of an inclination to cut it loose, particularly if you've got Tyreek Hill. He finally now has a guy who, and I'm going to tell you, and it sounds like hyperbole. We did a Facebook Live show today. I think people can find it on Chiefs at Chiefs.com if they want to. He is Tyreek Hill, a combination to me of Devin Hester. We've already seen that but also Antonio Brown because he runs great routes, and Darren Sproles because he's 5'7 and has the power of a national champion wrestler at Iowa, Iowa State, or Northern Iowa. He is a wrestler that runs 4'2 and runs great routes with incredible hands. Okay, now how does that lead to Alex Smith? All of a sudden now you've got a guy that can get separation at the deep third of the field, and you shoot it down there, and even though he's 5'7, he's going to track the football and find it and make a big play. Since Alex Smith has walked on this campus at Missouri Western, his fifth camp, and I'm going to include Macklin in this conversation, he has not had a kid like that. So is there going to be a change? 
it may be an inclination to give it that shot. Hit it at the third level and see what happens. Mitch, out of time today. Good catching up with you again. Our trading camp reports with Mitch Holtis each and every day at 140 here on 1700 during Jimmy B and TC. Mitch, tell us about the Donaldson family, what they're doing over at Papa John's of Iowa. Well, they do a lot for Iowa outside of selling pizza, but I'm out of time, but I'm not out of pizza specials. I've got a whole bunch of them here, including any large specialty pizza for only $11, which happens to be the number of Alex Smith, 11 nice. So, again, there we go. Yeah, it's, it's me talking to you every day. It's state fair time. It's the Donaldsons uh, bringing it strong. But more than that, they do so much, whether it's Leukemia and Lymphoma Society or JDRF. Uh, there's a lot of things that happen that are positive behind the scenes because Tom and Matt Donaldson and Mark Carter and a lot of their um, managers make it happen. It's why I love being associated with them and why Iowans are fortunate to have them serving their Papa John's pizza. Well said. Hey, Mitch, good talking with you. We'll do it again tomorrow at 140. Thanks as always. See you, boys. That's Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs as they get ready for preseason game number one. No, not exhibition game number one, preseason game number one. It'll be the 49ers coming up on Friday night, 7 o'clock, and you can hear the game here on 1700 KBGG, your home and away voice for the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll come back on the other side. We got another Mitch coming up. We're going to talk some college football, Big Ten, Big 12. Mitch Sherman from ESPN, he'll be coming up next, and he has his week one assignment. He'll be making his way to Kinnick Stadium for Wyoming and Iowa. We'll talk about that. We'll talk Big 12 and much more coming up on the other side as we're here until 3 o'clock. Mitch Sherman joins us next on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 
Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Can you finish this little ad phrase? Ace is the place with the... Right, most people know it's with the helpful hardware folks. But this message isn't about Ace Hardware. It's about how your memory works. Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky? You know, memorable and powerful? Then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you, no obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. Hi, this is Clint Burkhall. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We are glad to share them. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't know, uh, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. The key to success? Keep it simple, especially when it comes to hiring. And nobody makes it easier than Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, manage your candidates from one dashboard. According to an independent study, five times more hires are made through Indeed than any other job site. New users claim your $50 credit to post a sponsored job at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with...